Hello, this is Tanishka Sodhi from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 3rd of March. Chinese Foreign Minister Kin Ga has told his Indian counterpart S. Jai Shankar that the two countries should put the boundary issue in the proper place in bilateral relations and work together to bring the situation at their borders under normalized management as soon as possible. This came at the Foreign Minister's conclave during the G20 meet in Delhi today, according to media reports. Meanwhile, no joint statement has been issued after the G20 Foreign Minister's meet. India, as the G7 chair, instead issued a chair summary whose two paragraphs were opposed by Russia and China, the print reported. These two paragraphs referred to the Ukraine conflict and had been lifted from last year's G20 Bali declaration. This came days after another G20 meeting in Bengaluru faced uncertainty over the same differences pertaining to the Ukraine conflict. The failure of the G20 foreign ministers' meeting to come out with a joint statement over the Ukraine conflict is not a reflection on India's efforts as host, but of the divisions seen among countries in the international fora, a spokesperson for UN Secretary-General said. While China and Russia had announced their ministerial visits to India, Japan and South Korea skipped the foreign ministers' meet, citing domestic obligations. Japan's absence is notable as it holds the annual chair of the G7 group this year, and India has invested high-level diplomatic and political capital into the G20 summit. The NDA has regained power in Tripura and Nagaland, while the BJP seems set to be part of the government in Meghalaya too, by supporting Chief Minister Conrad Sangma's party after assembly poll results. In Tripura, despite facing opposition from the Left Congress Alliance and the Tipra Motha in tribal seats, the BJP won 32 seats, two more than the halfway mark, while the BJP seat tally decreased from 36 to 32 in Tripura, the result indicated its growing popularity in the erstwhile left bastion. The NDPP-BJP alliance retained power in Nagaland, increasing their tally from 29 to 37. Nephew Rio is expected to return as chief minister for the fifth term. In Meghalaya, Conrad Sangma's NPP emerged as the single largest party. He has staked claim to form the new government with the support of 29 MLAs including 26 from his party, two from the BJP and an independent candidate. Days after the Chief Justice of India, D.Y. Chandrachur, assured that the hijab ban case would be listed on 17th of March, he said today that it may create a bench but did not confirm a date for the hearing. Notably, the lawyer representing the Muslim girl students had repeatedly mentioned that the case must be heard before exams begin on 9th of March. The students had already missed one academic year because of the hijab ban and the issue posed a threat to another year. However, the Chief Justice said that the issue was being raised on the last working day before the holy vacation and that the next working day will be on 13th of March. But the lawyer pointed out that the case had been repeatedly mentioned for early listing, most recently just 10 days ago. A Supreme Court bench had earlier delivered a split verdict in October last year on whether students had a fundamental right to wear hijab in government institutions. Listeners, the Hathras rape and murder case is back in the news after more than two years. 
Several reports had pointed out the delay in FIR and collection of forensic evidence, and the CBI failed to bolster its case against the four accused. The court has now dropped rape charges, but this could have been due to over-reliance on circumstantial evidence. To know more, watch Akanksha Kumar's video report on newslaundry.com. It is titled "Court Drops Rape Charges in Hathras Case." Here's what lawyers think. The reason we are able to bring you such reports is because we are funded by subscribers and not by corporations or political parties. Your support is all that we ask for. So if you aren't a News Laundry subscriber already, become one today. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Lowest subscription starts at only 300 rupees. The local body polls in Uttar Pradesh are once again in the spotlight with the Supreme Court issuing a notice to the Yogi Adityanath government and the State Election Commission today. This comes after a group of 14 mayors approached the court while demanding that they be allowed to continue in their roles until new municipal corporations are in place. The local body polls in UP earlier hit a hurdle with the top court staying an Allahabad High Court order to hold these elections without an OBC quota. It had told the UP government's dedicated backward classes commission to carry out a thorough identification of backward classes by 31st of March. The Supreme Court had, however, adopted the High Court's direction to form three member committees headed by district magistrates in place where the tenures of the elected bodies had expired. And with these panels likely to replace the mayors whose terms were set to expire, the petitioners have now asked the court to intervene again. The Supreme Court will now hear the matter after three weeks. Cambodian opposition leader Kem Sokha has been sentenced to 27 years under house arrest for alleged treason. BBC reported the former leader of the now dissolved Cambodian National Rescue Party. has also been barred from contesting elections or casting his vote kem who is a former human rights advocate and his party seemed set to win the 2018 polls but the cnrp was banned ahead of the election most of its leaders have either been prosecuted or forced into exile last month prime minister hun sen's government shut down one of the country's last independent media outlets the voice of democracy saying that it published a story that attacked his son and damage the government's reputation the cambodian courts are widely seen as being firmly under the control of hun sen who has been in power since 1985 and is one of the world's longest serving autocrats kem sokha's sentence comes years after he was accused of conspiring with foreign powers to overthrow hun sen's government that's all the news we have for you today have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from see you tomorrow All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.